Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 86 of Brody Sports Talk, as we are here with the Week 8 recap, and we are doing it Brody Jr. style. That means I have my son, Zion, with me in the recording studio. Zion, tell the folks what movie we watched tonight. Yogi Bear. Yeah, Yogi Bear. It was the first time for you to see that movie? Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. Was it funny, or was it strange? Okay, well, that's fine. Now, you guys aren't here for our movie reviews. I would be bad at that. Zion might be okay at that, but we're not going to sit here and belabor the point. It was a really strange week eight, and let's go ahead and get things going with our first game. Pittsburgh Steelers 15, Cleveland Browns 10. And who is the player of the game in that one? Najee Harris. Thank you, Zion. Do you remember what position he plays? No. He is a running back. Today he had 26 carries for 91 yards and a touchdown and three catches for 29 yards. This was a low-scoring affair all the way throughout. The Steelers had a strange part early in the game where their kicker actually got injured on a fake field goal pass where he was... Pretty much thrown to the ground like a ragdoll, and it was not pretty, but that's why you don't have your kickers try to throw the football, because they cannot handle hits from defensive linemen, or anyone. Uh, Najee Harris can handle the hits, that's why he was able to have almost 30 touches in this game, and that touchdown he had brought it to 10-9 to with the Browns leading, and uh, Friar Muth actually had a beautiful touchdown reception himself. But Najee carried the load for Pittsburgh, and we're happy to see him get the credit for this win. Zion, let's go ahead and go to the next game, which was quite a bit more of a surprise. New York Jets 34, Cincinnati Bengals 31. And who's the player of the game in that one? Mike White. Yeah, Mike White, his first career NFL start, his first career NFL win. It was pretty crazy because the Bengals came in at 5-2 and two in first place in the AFC, and the Jets came in at 1-5 and five and one of the worst teams in the AFC, and the Jets are coming out with a win. Uh, they just got blown up last week by the New England Patriots, so it seemed only right that it was going to happen again. But Mike White did his job filling in for... The injured Zach Wilson. He went 37 of 45 for 405 yards, three touchdowns, and two interceptions. And, you know, the Jets were able to do enough defensively. But I also know that the Bengals haven't really been this high scoring team except for last week. I think it might have been a little bit of a letdown game where they were up to play Baltimore and they may not have been as intensely prepared for the Jets for some reason. The Jets now have wins over the Bengals, who were first place in the AFC and another team that's coming up that took first place in the AFC. And it's weird because they've lost to everyone else they faced, but jets are going to jet. That's what they do. Uh, let's go ahead and go to the third game on our schedule. Zion. Carolina Panthers 19 Atlanta Falcons 13. And who's the player of the game in that contest? Zane. Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Good job, Zion. Do you like that his name is Zane? Yeah. Is it kind of like your name? Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah. Do you say anything but yeah? No. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> so the Carolina Panthers won this game. There was a surprise healthy scratch before the game where they said that Calvin Ridley was inactive. And then late in the game, he actually came out and tweeted that he was stepping away from football for a while to focus on his mental health. So we're not really sure where that's going to go at this point. But Calvin, I hope that you're doing everything that you need to do to take care of yourself. Mental health is really important. And it's very important that you take care of yourself and do what you need. Uh, Zane, though, was the player of the game. He did kick four field goals including two over 50 yards, including one of those, the long being 57 yards at the end of the first half, just kind of pacing this game and making it really tough to for the Falcons to keep up because they just weren't moving the ball as often. Uh, let's go ahead and go to the last game of our early games here, Zion, the one that went into additional time. What's the score in that one? Titans 34, Indianapolis Colts 31 in overtime. Ooh, overtime. And who was the player of the game in that one? Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill had a great game. 23 of 33 for 265 yards, three touchdowns and two picks. Both quarterbacks were a little bit sloppy in this game. Uh, Carson Wentz had an interception that was returned for a touchdown late, but then he also drove them back down the field and ended up getting a touchdown with Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Michael Pittman also had a really good game, but when you look at the Titans and the fact that they were able to get the win, Ryan Tannehill deserved the job. They loaded the box against Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry left the game for a little bit of time, but came back. Let's face it, this one was huge for Tennessee. They are now first place in the AFC. They are first place in their division. And they are six and two. The Colts are the closest to them at three and five. And the Titans have now swept both of the games. So they did the double over the Colts. And it's going to be pretty much impossible for the Titans to lose this stranglehold they have on the AFC South unless they lose one of these big stars to injury, which we hope doesn't happen. We always want to see players playing healthy. Let's move on to the afternoon game, Zion. What's the first score we have there? New England Patriots, 27, Los Angeles Challengers, 24. And who is the player of the game in that one? Zion? Adrian Phillips. Adrian Phillips. It's okay, buddy. You said it beforehand, so I thought you had that one. Adrian Phillips, and he had two interceptions and returned one of those for a touchdown, which was really key, just being able to slow down Herbert and get their offense off the field. Nick Folk kicked a bunch of field goals. Damian Harris had a touchdown, but Phillips was the one who was able to get this other touchdown, and they got a two-point conversion off of it to really give them that lead in the fourth quarter. And the Chargers came back and scored, but you know Phillips was able to distance them and get them out ahead of the Chargers and the Patriots taking one on the road, probably their best win of the season because they hadn't really beaten anyone good except for apparently the New York Jets twice. So kudos to Adrian Phillips and the Patriots for getting this one and moving to 500 on the season as they go to four and four. Uh, Zion, let's go to this next one. Denver Broncos 17, Washington football team 10. And who's the player of the game in that one? Melvin Gordon, the 
Third. Yeah, Melvin Gordon, the third. He had a great game, 10 carries, 47 rushing yards, and a touchdown. He also had three catches, 15 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, very defensive-minded game. Teddy Bridgewater, Tyler Heineke both had pretty rough games. But Melvin Gordon was the one who was able to cash in on touchdowns the most. Kudos to Denver for breaking their losing streak, and Washington basically continues their losing streak. So... Something had to give for one of them. The Broncos got it, and now they're more of a contender in that tight, tight AFC West. Let's move to our last game of the day, the divisional game. What's the score there, Zion? New Orleans Saints, 36, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 27. And who's the player of the game in that game? P.J. Williams. Yeah, P.J. Williams had a crucial interception return for a touchdown at the end of that game. The Saints were only up by two. It was 29-27. Tom Brady threw the pick. They ran it back for a touchdown. The Saints' defense was swarming all day. So Tom Brady ended up throwing for four passing touchdowns, which may be hard to believe. You know, we could have made him a player of a game and a loss. But he also had two interceptions. This was a critical one late. And the Saints just did what they had to do. I mean, they were playing Trevor Simeon at quarterback because – Jameis Winston got hurt. I don't know if we're going to see Simeon or if we're going to see the Taysom Hill show or what's going to happen in New Orleans coming after this. But the Saints found a way to get it done at home against a division rival. They continue to be one of the teams that flusters the Buccaneers more than anyone else. They move to 5-2. and two. The Bucs are 6-2 and two because they've played more games. But that means the Saints are giving themselves a chance at this division And considering we weren't really sure where they were a couple of weeks ago, I think we know a lot more about the Saints today than we have previously, despite the fact that they've lost Jameis Winston in this game. So we'll have to see what happens there. Whenever you are listening, uh, please go ahead and let us know. Give us a five-star review wherever you can. Also, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes of Brody Sports Talk. And you can always interact with us on Twitter, at Brody Talk, and Find places to listen to us in our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Brody Talk. On behalf of Zion and myself, we are going to go ahead and sign out. Y'all have a great day. Bye. Bye.